morning. Thank you for joining for practice of being aware of awareness. So allowing a falling back and looking where attention is right now is the most helpful first opening that I welcome in. I'm probably sitting in a more active sound environment than you may be. There are cars and trucks pretty continuously. But there's also all manner of birds. And there's an opportunity to notice that we are casters of our attention. Despite what mind says, that I do indeed always have a choice where I put attention. It may be the only true choice I have. True freedom. What to pay attention to, what to let go. Since we are called to be in the game of being conscious, we can notice that while mind may want us to choose between, we can always make the choice of bringing attention not between what's an outward focus, but back to inward focus, to what's noticing. 
So in my case, mine says, pay attention to the birds, just focus and just ignore the traffic. But those are pushing away then. And there's making something special over something else. And I can feel the internal tightening of that pretty immediately. Can I notice what's noticing both? That there's a presence here, an awareness. A knowing. Can I allow attention to fall back? from the changeful, from the temporal, from what comes and goes. And notice that there is indeed something here. That is unaffected. that is absolutely changeless. There's a presence that knows it's present. This awareness is self-aware. And this open, live, constant presence is present to it all, welcomes all of it.
The presence doesn't favor the birds over the trucks. The silence over the sound. And to the extent that I can detect a preference, I can welcome the arising of mind, a commentary that seeks to invent a me that is bound by the program preferences. It must root for one team and not root for the other. It must not see everything as essential aliveness as God's handiwork. And instead must divide it up into categories, into camps, into teams. And itself must pick one, forever othering the other. And awareness just doesn't do that. It's wide open. The welcome mats out for everything that arises. What allows everything? What welcomes it all?
what is constantly present. Constantly open and available. Because even when the heart closes, the reason we can report that is because something sees that, something knows that. Even when mind gets really busy, Something catches every word. That knowing, that essential aliveness. Never demands attention, never makes a sound. When attention is turned inward, and we sift through the changeful, we soften to what comes and goes, we accept it, we allow it. That into which it all arises and falls, by which it's all seen and heard that presence stands revealed. So I find it helpful to, in the, in the moments when really kind of feeling into that presence, 
to bring to mind my spiritual aspiration. Feel into that and compare the two. So we bring up the true desire of our heart, what our spiritual life aspires to. The words that we have fashioned around the longing that grace put in our heart. And just check to see. If when we are giving the fullness of attention to the presence, to the truth, we are abiding in our spiritual aspirations. We can kind of just feel into that profound devotion to truth. To the discovery of the truth within. And that truth can be subjectively verified when the barriers to it are removed. Barriers to 
abiding in what never changes. And slowly but surely allowing attention to release its riveted gaze on the changeful through their thoughts, feelings, arisings, perceptions. And just allow attention to fall back and notice what's noticing. That there is a presence noticing it all. this field of innate aliveness in which all the objects rise and fall. The cars, the birds, the thoughts, the feelings, perceptions, the narratives, all experience rises and falls in this never-changing constant background of knowingness. So we allow the devotion to know, to be, to discover and rediscover. We allow that to magnetize attention, bring it in and back and down.
Tension slips off and simply catch the next object that arises, sound or a thought or a feeling in the body and ask what knows that? To what does that arise? By what is that detective? For me at some point, 
during meditation, I notice I can get attached to having a certain experience. Like for instance, if a thought would pop up, it was unkind to myself or another, even though I'm all about letting everything be, I watch that that gets pushed away in favor of clinging to a certain experience. And more and more, within a few moments of catching it, I always have a second chance to go back and hear it, feel it, listen for it. In pushing it away, I realized I was teaching myself this is some you know, kind of fragile experience that I had to coddle or something. And that I'm some coddler, I'm some achiever of a meditative state or something like that. And it felt confining. And it certainly didn't feel like truth. So just allowing that in the human experience, no matter what one's doing, thoughts have a tendency to pop in, zip by, and it's just an opportunity to deepen the practice of how open, how conscious I can be willing to be of everything, including this little persona that wants to get it right or feel good or start the day this way or that way. Whatever story mind gives to reinvent and re-enliven the imposter self. Right in the midst of absolutely anything, this presence can turn right to it and say, I, I see you, I hear you, and I refuse to believe you. It's not rejecting the thought. It's accepting it, its presence, even its power. But it's looking right at it. And knowing that is not truth. Just feel it for a moment. You know that's not truth. And that egoic energy thoughts and feelings are not a valid source and I will not credit them. And I certainly will not hide from them because that teaches me they have power. So let them come and stand in the truth. Pass, not because they are a threat, because they're not a truth. They're not aligned with our spiritual aspiration. They don't bring us closer to abiding in our true desire. And therefore, for us, they are meaningless. We can recode them right on the spot. It has a little zip in your body. At some point in life, you gave it a one is true. 
and it's the consciousness that you are. Get out the eraser, erase the one, and give it a zero. Code it as not true, and just let it go. Turn right back to what notices that whole thing. What notices that little, taking a little trip down the eddy of discernment. Watch that. What was present for that? What knows that? Discern the one true self again and rest in its embrace. Ain't nothing but a thought. Ain't nothing but a feeling. When we get in touch with our attention to be freer and freer every day, more and more effortlessly conscious. It comes apparent that there's a radical acceptance that's necessary. And for me, how I embody radical acceptance is with radical devotion. It is not happening to me, it is happening for me. It's a gift from the divine that I would know my truth just a little more clearly. That I would know thee more clearly. Day by day. Thank you.
Turning attention around again and again. From the barriers to the truth within. To the truth within, to the self, to this alive presence. Ramana Maharshi called sinking the mind into the heart. Just a gentle allowing 
of all the barriers, all the objects, all the perception. Fall away. Kind of the lens goes soft in the movie. And it all just sinks right down to the heart. To this indwelling source. To the divinity within. After all, what, what do we think is beating our heart right now? I wouldn't have the first idea how to beat a heart. All of our hearts are being beat, all 8 billion of them. By this divinity within. And we are called in devotion to that divinity within. to know thee more clearly. Love thee more dearly. And follow thee more nearly. Moment by moment, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. purpose of being aware of this divinity within this awareness is so that this reality can be subjectively verified in our own direct experience and watch as the barriers are removed watch as attention returns when the barriers are removed that which is within shines forth of its own. Just like the sun shines forth when the clouds are removed from the sky, the obstructions to truth. So truth is not something one acquires or gets. You don't get enlightened when all the barriers are removed, the sun shines forth equally on all. And by continual, ongoing, radical devotion, 
we start with certainty. Certainty that this awareness, this unconditional acceptance, we didn't make this. This was a gift. And we are devoted to the innate truth of God within.
And that concludes our hour. Thank you for joining.